0: The final snap of Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home.
2: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk of the Tundra, your Green Bay Packers podcast. That is a proud part of the EuroSet Podcast Network and the Blue Wire family. Uh. I guess sad, de- depressedly uh just emotionally torn uh, to bits, Ali, I am your host Numak, and uh we are uh, we are here post game of the San Francisco 49ers be Packers game as the Packers lose 24 21 in a one of the most heartbreaking losses I think we've had in some quite some time.
1: Oh, no.
2: And that is the voice of my lovely (laughs) co-host, Jordan Tresky. Jordan, how are you doing, buddy?
1: Obviously not great. It's not great uh, when you factor in everything that we're about to go into. The fact that Packers ultimately had a shot to go to the NFC Championship game. And for a variety of reasons, as we'll get into, they are not... And uh, that's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling and not a feeling that I anticipated feeling at all tonight, really. And it makes it that much harder to swallow knowing that they were, you know, one more stop, a field goal away from going to overtime. So many missed chances. They were Um, a
2: lot of things away from just one of them going their way to breaking and uh, being... Being in that place to go against a championship game, and they got yep. none of them. Yep. Oh man, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think of like literally everything that could have that could have went their way. An interception, an interception. I mean, a a uh, what you call it, a good spot on a fourth down play. Anything, just I mean, even a kick going through oh, the yeah. uprights, but. I'll we'll, we'll uh, get to that. A
1: possible house call on the first 49ers drive. Yep. Too. Like, there were so many moments that we could turn to. That's the thing. This is what we cling to in losses. You don't cling to them in, in wins because mm-hmm. you're like, well, you had the result. Yep. They The Packers had the process here tonight, they had everything. But, I mean, we can go through the box score and, and play with play and stuff like that. But 21 points. I think. <laughs> Not to play this game, but 24, thinking, or if you had told me that the Packers would have limited the 49ers to 24 points, I would have been, like, so they had a chance to win this game. Like, the defense, for all its flaws, and there's a lot to get into, they largely did their job.
2: Yeah, I think largely the problem.
1: Largely is the problem, because you're not going to quiet Christian McCaffrey. Brock Purdy, I still am undecided on if he's a good quarterback or not. I, I have don't, many I don't, words.
2: I don't think that he's a bad quarterback, but I also don't think he's elite like some people make he's him out He's not a to
1: game-changing be. quarterback.
2: I think he is a just-fine quarterback that will probably lead them to a Super Bowl appearance this year. And probably for your sitcom, this team is good.
1: I don't know about that. I I ultimately think too. Like this is a game that you hate to lose from a Packers perspective. This is a game that you, if I'm a 49ers fan, I do not feel good about how this game unfolded at all. I, part I of think that is just, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say part of that is they lost Debo Samuel on the on the opening drive, and for whatever reason, they just didn't really have that balance in their offense like obviously take away one of the best players on their offense of course it's not going to be you know what it is mm-hmm. but there was it was very scattershot where it's like okay they would string plays together then they can't convert a third down no nope. or you know they get a break like uh loves first pick and i don't think they even score points on that drive that was the that did it. that was the um the misfield goal, i think
2: I am confused on my drives the, I believe that is right. I believe the Fred or the Trey Greenlaw interception off the Tucker Craft pick was a was the blocked field goal for them. I suppose we could look, but let's see. They yeah. got here. Let me see. It the interception. They
1: got a field goal on that drive, so defense limited them to three points. Got it.
2: Uh yes, yes, you're right. In the second half. I don't know. It's it's very frustrating to to talk about this, having it be so fresh. You you made the great point pre pod that their their youth got to them, which I think says a lot when you look at the box score. Yeah, Jordan Love under two hundred yards, two picks. Aaron Jones leads the way with one hundred eight yards carrying. I think they said on the broadcast, "God bless Aaron Jones." I think they said in the broadcast that it's was a. Packers record for most like either yards over a five game span or most games with 500 yards in a row or a Most games with,
1: five, with 100 yards in a row.
2: Yeah. But then you look at the receiving. Roman adopts at 83 yards. The next highest is Jadon with 35. Like that's he's not a veteran but he's not a rookie and that's kind of what it comes down to. So I guess let's I guess just start at the top with with jordan love i think that's the most obvious place to start with this i think we'll kind of just go offense defense throughout the entirety of the of the pod but 21 to 34 two touchdowns two interceptions 194 yards as i mentioned doesn't take a sack which is incredible against this against this uh this front this defensive front but shout out to the, the old line that way but i think this game looked like the average Jordan Love game. It didn't look like the Jordan Love game the Jordan Love we saw the last four weeks of the season. It looked like middle of the year ish coming out of the bad break, Jordan Love. He had some really nice throws. He was escaping the pocket really well sometimes. But he had some questionable decisions all night long that I think is good to be it's good to be optimistic about going forward. But there was a lot of indecision, I think, in the second half of this game. Particularly, um, on the second-to-last drive, I believe it was, he tried to dump it off to Aaron Jones. He could have just ran for the first down instead of trying to dump it off to him to get the first down. I don't think that it's a, a horribly bad play to, to interception to make, but it's just one of those things that in a playoff game, it matters, right? And so that that was one of them. And then obviously the the last interception, just one of his worst throws that we've seen since probably the Steelers game, where he did a very he just tried to force it, and that's that's the thing, right? Live to see another down, and he tried to force it and just marched on the field when they had time. They had timeouts. All they needed to do was get within Anders' field goal range, but Lord knows that that was a crapshoot, but that's what they needed to do rather than trying to force it and score a touchdown.
1: Yeah, that I mean, the last interception obviously is the last image that we all have of Jordan Love in his first year as a starter. And it's very easy to be like, well, he's playing hero ball. If you look at the coverage, there's no one open. And the only – actually, take that back. The only person I think is open is Luke Musgrave on the uh, opposite sideline. So you're asking Jordan Love to make an equally dangerous throw across the field, across his body. You know, like, I'm looking – shout out to Kelp here, uh, his point of barely touched ball in the second half. Yeah. If you, if you look at the drives after the Bo Melton or the Tucker Kraft uh, touchdown, um, first pick, that drive was a minute 41 seconds. Next offensive drive, three plays, eight yards, a minute 34. Next offensive drive, obviously got a huge help from Aaron Jones with the 53-yard run. Yeah. Ends it with the missed field goal, but that was only three minutes and 19 seconds. Yeah. That was your best play of the, you know, most explosive play too, obviously, and then the final drive, which you know we all know, thirty three seconds and ended with a pick. I mean, it's 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 fair. It's obvious that Jordan Love did not play to the standard that he had set for himself for the last couple of weeks. I thought that was. Kind of obvious going into the game based on the defense that they're facing. What was kind we of obvious? The, that Jordan Love was just, it, it was going to be tough sledding for Jordan Love compared to Dallas, compared to the teams that he had played to get to the, to lead the Packers into the postseason.
2: I don't think that it was tough. It was, I didn't, I wasn't coming into this thinking it'd be tough sledding. I think it'd be hard. I still expected him to play at the level he's been playing at the last five, four weeks. Like, not elite like the Cowboys game was, but enough to like, to make it competitive, right? Which, honestly, they did. He had a decent game, just not a game that's worthy of winning a playoff game.
1: Yes. I think, for me, knowing the way that the 49ers best defend and knowing... I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I knew that Fred Warner and middle of the field plays... We're just not going to work. So, how does Jordan Love operate? How do how do the Packers play a way that is kind of it's not their strong suit? It's stuff that they have developed over time. Mm-hmm. But you're relying the things that you're relying on from your young wide receivers, the things that they do really well at. They're kind of relying on checkdowns. That a lot of the outside of the numbers plays things that were working well when things were going smoothly. I mean, they were they were moving the the ball down the field like with ease mm-hmm. their whole first half like yep. that it's not we will look at the second half and everything like that but it's a whole it, you gotta look at all four quarters to come away with i think there was there's a stat during the broadcast there was like 25 plays in 49ers territory yeah they come away with six first half points yeah that's you terrible. know what i mean like it's it's it, it, there's things that they could have done a lot better that could have extended this game in overtime obviously honors carlson missed field goal we knew a moment like that was going to happen at some point you
2: had to know it like i I tweeted about it when when he had the year he had it just wouldn't be it just wouldn't be the the packers season if at some point during this playoff run it a, a miss didn't come at the literally the most inopportune time and, and they were thankful that they were up last early last week, like big to Dallas because he had missed the extra point last week and then he misses the most critical um, kick here to go up seven and I'm not trying to be a dickhead, I'm really not, but I think about this like his miss, and my mind immediately goes back to the end of training camp, the last practice before the last preseason game when they gave him the kick to end the end practice and like go for it and practice with a good kick and he freaking missed it. And then they gave him another chance and he made it like, that's, that's just where my brain goes with this. Like they talked about all season long about him being so mentally tough and coming back from like some of like the valleys that he would experience as a kicker. That's all well and great, but I don't need the fucking valleys. Like, you you're not you're just not allowed to have them as a kicker, when your yeah. team is at this level, you you just can't. And I think we talked about it in the Discord like has there ever been a really good kicker that's been bad their first year? Not really. They're kind of like quarterbacks. Oh, I the... bet
1: you dig. I bet you dig in there. There's probably some.
2: I mean, I bet you dig in. You find a couple, but like, I'm talking like the best kickers.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Lights out kicker like Justin Tucker. Elite I mean, kicker.
2: Right. I mean, even look at the fella, um, the oh, guy yeah. in Dallas the guy in Dallas who is having a really good year. Um, Jake Woody had a really Robert? good. Yes. Um, Jake Woody had a good year, and like just some of these kickers that you expect the world from when it comes down to it, and they do pretty well. Like I, Jake Woody gets a block ki- or a kick, uh, kick blocked, but. I think that was one of his, like, only misses all year long. He didn't have too many missed, and it just, fucking kickers, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you heard the anecdote when it was after the missed field goal, they said on the broadcast that they asked, like, about LaFleur. Oh, I heard it. Oh, I heard it.
2: It drove me, it made my brain hurt. LaFleur
1: says that he prays every time Anders goes out there to line up for a kick. I was like, that's not the confidence that you no.
2: want <laughs> No. No. You should be confident sending out your cooker. Sending out your kicker. Like And
1: that, that we've the thing is about that kick specifically. We have seen him miss from the left hash mark between forty to forty five yards, extend that out to even below fifty. That's his range that he's Bad. super dicey. Bad. He's either he can hit Long range kickers like he hit threes, you hit layups, but he has no mid range game. Like no, that is know. what he is. And in a game where the elements came into play clearly, Brock Purdy was freaking having to regrip the ball as plays are going on. Like it, it's one thing to see on TV, it's a, another thing to be out there live, like even in the stands and not even playing. Then add on, oh, I'm a football player, I have to play in rain and you know. It it comes with the territory, but yeah, I, I I that was just a total sinker, and you know we're all over the place. But when you ask the defense to get one more stop after everything they have done today, and I don't care what this means about Joe Barry moving forward, we'll have those conversations for another day. We're talking about this specific game, the way that they played, the way that the front line down uh, an Andrew Rusher and Enigbari. Bari. They were riding Rashawn Gary, Lucas Van Ness, Preston Smith. Kenny Clark was out there, I think all snaps. Devontae White got hurt, so we saw a lot more Colby Wooden and Carl Brooks, who did fantastic, I thought they did a lot of good pressures. The defense did their job to put the offense in a position to win the game. Strong agree. And and We'll get deeper into if people want to play the blame game. I'm not particularly like wanting. I don't have any desire to because I think this is. It's, there's not one person at fault here. I think there's. This is a collective uh, look at how things can go wrong in so many different ways that it's. It's not just like, Anders, you missed the field goal. It's your fault. Yeah. If they. If he had made the field goal, it would have gone to overtime. They could have still lost. Like. Mm-hmm. We're, we could still be talking about a loss after even in that scenario. So, yeah, like I'm all over the place here, but I that's where I just kind of stand Of Defense did their job. Offense, Jordan Love, I, I thought he had some great throws, some great looks, but when you look at the whole product, 21 of 34, 195 passing yards, two TDs, two picks. I think the key stat that I would say right now, 5.7 yards per, uh, per pass or per completed pass. That's not that's not what we expect from Jordan Love. No. I think he, last week he was throwing like ten yards he was like 10. per pass. So the, those explosive plays from the wide receivers were largely contained to the first half. Like Romeo had some good plays, Jaden Reed had a play or two like that, but 49ers secondary, they broke cover they found ways to break their coverage, but they didn't find ways to break it consistently. And that was yep. that was the tough part.
2: Anders Carlson on the year. Six for six on field goals between 20 and 29 yards. 14 of 14 on kicks between 30 and 39. Four of eight between 40 and 48 or 49. And three of five from 50 plus. Like, say what you will, this is going to probably cause arguments. The reason this team got rid of Mason Crosby. As as he couldn't hit long field goals. Yes. I'm not saying that keeping Mason Crosby wins them this game. I'm just saying that if you're going to replace him, maybe find a kicker that can do it. You know what I mean? Because he can't. To
1: be fair, though, I don't know if they even thought that this is a position that they would be in. This I year.
2: I understand that, but you don't draft him for one year. Oh, I, I agree, and that's counterintuitive to my point. But yes, I was just about to say that. Uh, it just like I under- I understand I understand to be frustrated
1: because oh again
2: that's putting it lightly.
1: I know I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I'm saying, like any special teams gap, and again, this isn't a game where the Packers had the biggest special teams break uh, until then, with yeah, Moody giving, hey. giving the blocked field
2: goal. Shut up. Well, are we not talking about the break of Eric Wilson recovering Keisha Nixon's that fumble? Yeah, they Yeah,
1: they had, they had multiple. <laughs> Shut up. They out. had multiple. That's why he's a special teams captain right there. Shut up, Eric Wilson.
2: Low-key, low briefly, before we get on, Eric Wilson had a good end of the year helping out. Like, he did... Just fine. Oh. Like I want to give a yes. man his kudos when deserving. He deserves it.
1: <laughs> go on. Yeah. Um, but these mistakes, these things, these gaps that happen in the postseason, it we can see it from training camp. It's happening games. Like that is kind of the Packers MO with special teams. Is like these things just like bubble above the surface, then they go down depending on how well the team is doing. And then when it matters most, like that's how games get swung. We saw it didn't matter ultimately, but Texas had 10 points. Their lone touchdown was a punt return today. You know I mean like we, we talk about how close these teams were and really like the Packers and 49ers were really close in how they both played. They had, they left a lot, a lot of me on the bone and games could come down to just, Oh, who kicked, who kicked the field goal and who did it? You know what I mean? Like in, in, it sucks, but that is what it is.
2: Yeah, it's it's certainly something. Like I don't know, but I think we should talk. Go back to talk about something good. Aaron Jones, bless that man. Yeah, bless that man. One hundred and eight yards and eighteen carries. Like they they are not in this game without him. He had a, another wonderful game. Like I really hope he can bring it next year. Um if he comes back i know the cap situation is a little messy but just a a really good end of the year from him and something that they truly needed and i think that that's something to think about going forward into next season is that they need the run game as offense like they have to have some juice somewhere and we'll talk about it way more in the offseason but I just wanted to give kudos to Aaron Jones. And because I'm a man of a brand, Emmanuel Wilson. I don't know what his role is going to be going forward, but he had a few decent runs tonight. The hurdle was the special highlight, good for him kind of thing. But I would like to see him as a the second back next year, depending on what they do with AJ Dillon.
1: That's just me. Um, I don't think AJ Dillon's coming back. I, I would
2: be I, suspect I, about that as well.
1: Yes. I feel for him too, personally, like his season ended in a way that he didn't want it to. He didn't no. even get to He didn't like, get to have get a say it.
2: Th- yeah. Honestly, honestly, an AJ Dillon in this game probably feels a lot better. They probably oh, yeah. probably run it with him on third and one. Th- fourth and one. And Lord and knows it.
1: there was a bunch of third third and fourth and ones, especially with all the terrible spots that there were tonight. In but...
2: the rain too. Fuck, I didn't even think about his impact, and now I'm even more pissed. <sighs> yeah. God damn it. Sorry for the swears, everybody. I feel like I should apologize for the amount of swearing I've been doing, but I think people I'm upset. have to know this is coming.
1: This is the territory. I'm upset! It's, the Packers, it's a Packers playoff loss that they lost in the final minute of the game. They essentially.
2: did. Yeah. Yeah. This is an all too familiar feeling. This is uh, We had two of those this game. I don't know about you. The Romeo Dobbs catch on the sideline in the first quarter was frame for frame Aaron Rodgers to Jared Cook in Dallas. The same exact throw. The same exact catch. Not the same exact situation, but it was the exact same throw. And that was very pretty. But then that was the all too familiar feeling, which I was like, hooray! I, as soon as they missed that fucking kick, I, there was, I knew we were winning. Yeah. Yeah. I know.
1: I know. I, I ultimately come down to it's, it's, you know, Aaron Jones, that 53 yard run, man, that was like probably even after the Bo Melton touchdown, Mm -hmm. even after just how they generally played. Like I thought. Even down being seven six at going into half, I was like, I feel confident. Like I was worried as hell about that opening drive for the Forty Nineers coming out of the halftime. But getting a stop and then immediately responding with the score touchdowns changed the complexion of this game. Obviously, but when Aaron Jones rattled off that fifty three yard field or not fifty three yard field goal, Lord knows maybe he would make it. Man, if he could uh, kick fifty
2: three yard field goals. <laughs> he'd be the MVP, he'd be the MVP of this he'd, team he'd be playing until he's like 60
1: um, when he rattled off that run, I was like, this is this might be it, like, that that is where we were, that is where I was I know probably a lot of people weren't because I, I just, this are is you, the team that,
2: are you saying it? like, it? yeah, yeah why you think me sad?
1: I'm just saying they that run literally got them over midfield. You're thinking, oh, they should be, they should score this drive. Oh no 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 I no! no.
2: Your it and my it are different.
1: He got I... to the 37. He got to the 37 yard, the 37 yard line. Then Eric Armstead got a neutral zone infraction immediately. So basically on the 32,
2: your it and my it were different. I thought you were saying you were calling it a career for Aaron Jones. No, that's what I was saying no, no, no. I was like why are you gotta make me sad like that
1: <laughs> how dare you
2: <laughs> I will never say that
1: um no I'm just saying I just felt like this like this weight lifted off of me of like they are gonna do this they're gonna do
2: this and oh then... no no I I had I had all the oh. stress and anxiety on my shoulders the entire game nothing I... to yeah go ahead
1: no, I was just gonna. I I was gonna say, to Romeo Dobbs, that guy. I had a lot of problems with him during the regular season. He's a playoff baller.
2: He, and Pat Connaughton, are the office meme with Pam, where it says, "Show me the difference in these two pictures," and it, it's the same picture. Drives you bonkers during the regular season, but by golly, if they don't show up during, during the postseason, because. We talked all season about how Roman Dobbs needs to stop double catching the ball. Didn't see it at all in the last two weeks. None whatsoever. Solid hands. He had the one bobble today that, but like it's raining. I'm not going to fault him. Yeah. I'm not faulting him for that. And that was the only one we saw where, like, hey, maybe just make sure you catch that ball that time cleanly. That was the only thing where I, I was like keeping an eye on it kind of thing. Yeah.
1: profile by Tyler Dunn of go long the Substack um today about Romeo Dobbs so I read it before the game and it got you it got me even more hyped I I don't know again we'll have, maybe we'll have to do like a future power rankings kind of like with all these building blocks that the Packers have already assembled but he really was love's favorite I mean 83 83 out of 194 yards that love had went to Dobbs he saved his bacon a lot, <laughs> really, like, out of the, the plays. And that's the other thing, too. I thought Jordan Love, until probably the final two drives, I thought he played so well with under pressure. Like, that. that is kind of – he can play that – the Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, I can do – make plays out of – you know, off-platform, rolling out of the pocket – try to see an open field and make you know tough throws to get that point to get to that point where you can do that uh obviously consistently is the big key i mean they they went back to their bread and butter of getting a, a huge pi call that
2: changed you know you're muted best play of the book baby
1: exactly it was it was their best passing play for like the first third of the year but uh I think that we'll we'll see the progression and how he can get better as a deep ball thrower, and just be in those situations like that. That again, that is the saving grace of being where the Packers are, and and turning expectations on their head right now. Yeah, is they're young, they don't know what they're doing, and that's a benefit, and it's also a curse because you are experiencing all for the first time.
2: Um, I had another point I wanted to make about. Somebody and I had forgotten it. I guess in general, the offense is looking up. I just wish this ride was still going right. I think we all wish oh, that yeah. they would have won because, like, they were playing with the most confidence. And if they come out of this game, they are riding so high going into Detroit or to Tampa or wherever they would have would have been going. And like that, just is the make right. for something special. That I know, I know. <laughs> I think that's just the make of something special, and it's just another tough loss to the Niners yet again. Like it's, I I don't really hate the Niners, but man, I that kind oh, I, of hate the, I hate them. I the hate them. I hate them.
1: I hate them more than Bears. Here, I hate them more than Vikings. Here,
2: here at, that's not even close for me. Yeah here's my because they're not
1: good I, that is the ultimate the ultimate thing they nope. Nope. i am watching this they're not they're not gonna win the super bowl i'm telling you right now
2: they may not but that doesn't mean they're not good well you know what i'm being yeah, you are doing playing you're do, a character you're doing ranks culture <laughs>
1: but they're i'm looking that they gave every chance to blow this game this mm-hmm. is not a game that I would be proud of. They won. and You have to win these kind of games to yeah. get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I understand. I think well, the stat gonna is the now. Same as,
2: they're going to be in the same spot they were last year, right? And this is, yes. the this is to your point, if they are not as good as you believe they are, they will fall next week. But I... we'll see.
1: I think the stat now is one uh Kyle Shanahan is one in thirty when trailing going into the fourth quarter. Love
2: being the one. How many times have we had that scenario? Too many. I like I don't feel as bad as I do like I, someone had said I forget who it was, about twenty fourteen in like that game. And it's not even close. I that I agree. That's what I was saying. It's as not I,
1: even close to that. It's not close to the last Forty ers loss. It's not nah. even close to Do you losing know something 49ers, crazy. You know something crazy?
2: I, I the last 49ers loss, I knew they were going to lose. Like yes. I I sat on my couch with my choice of drink in hand at the beginning. I'm like, they're not going to win this. They're just they're just not. I just didn't have any confidence whatsoever. And I was right, unfortunately. I told you guys all season long that this entire season is gravy. Working up to really building towards something special. And I came in. I thought they were going to lose on the last pod. And then here I sat all day long. I'm like, I'm nervous, but they, they might go freaking do this thing. And I felt like good. I felt real good. I want people to chase that feeling. There's so many Packers
1: defeatists. I mean, I am a Packers defeatist. I don't, I, but
2: that's <laughs> what happens.
1: I understand. And we'll go through those losses with. the next eight months of our lives just too long so we refer to these losses all the time and i get it it's part of what happens when you win as many games as the packers do and they put themselves in the chance to play for the super bowl and if you don't get to the super bowl or don't win the super bowl yeah we're gonna lament those chances this team didn't care about that they did not care about that so even if it happened and i'm Like contradicting things I've already said, but I'm just saying, people got to believe more. This is a a, this whole year was to wipe away a slate that had gone bad. The well had been poisoned. I don't care about who played for the game for this team pre this year. I am a, a Packers fan reborn. Okay, Mike McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about them anymore. I'm putting names. To the faces, I'm just saying, just believe. Do, does it suck to lose this game? It does. Oh, it's horrible. Or, it's horrible. Oh, I hate it. Would it. Been, it would have, we would have, <laughs> we would have said if they had gotten pancaked by the 49ers, we would have said, oh, well, the 49ers are a well oiled machine yeah. and the Packers got run over by it.
2: That's why this that didn't forward. happen.
1: This team is better than their record indicates. Yep. And as we move forward, they're going to be held to a higher standard, and what we're talking about right now is not going to like we're not going to apply to that like, you know, kid gloves like you guys can do it, you, you know, what I mean? <laughs> like that. all that kind of stuff. But I just want people to believe again. This this whole year was about believing again. It wasn't about it, was. it wasn't about the you know everything else that has happened over the last pretty much a decade, pretty much since the Super Bowl last Super Bowl win
2: help i love you buddy we got a negative nancy in chat saying believe in what with way too many question marks a coach that can't win anything or a kick that, that the packers
1: sucks. can win that the packers can get to where this is about going to the super bowl it's about yes and
2: yeah. and i would be remiss to say believe in what you can believe in jordan love you can believe yes. in don'tavion wicks you can believe in bo melton you can believe in Jaden reed you can aaron believe jones. in aaron jones you can believe in Luke Musgrave. You can believe in Tucker Craft. There are a lot of things to believe in on this team. Yeah. Where Kelp and I come from, as Packers defeatists, is that it's it sucks, and you know this. It sucks having your heart ripped out of your chest, like that scene in I think it's Indiana Jones. Adams said, "Yell at me," where he grabs his heart out of his chest and rips it out. It's I, yeah. I forget what the or Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> sure, and it's actually like deeper. Dumb Dumber is there... okay? Yeah, it just sucks having to like because I think where you and I differ, Jordan, as a Packers a fanist and a Packers optimist, is that I believe that they're going to win this game, like going into it now, like before after the pod I did and the ball and goal, we're really thinking they have a chance. Seeing them fight their way through the first half, seeing them take a commanding lead in the second half, and I'm like, they they can do it. They just have to get out of their own way the rest of the way. Just keep doing your thing. And then I believe, I believed this game, Jordan. And then it got snatched away from me. And then, and it's been, I, and it's been, and it's been snatched away from me, Jordan, so many times. So many times. I don't times. care about
1: those times anymore. I
2: know. Look but it's forward. Hard. It's hard. Don't look back. But it's, Look Jordan, forward. the game ended less than 45 minutes ago. I hurt. Well, just, I, I know, <laughs> I know, no, I, I'm saying,
1: that's not, what I'm talking about is the losses before this
2: game. No, I know, I know. And like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to like compare this team to any other teams, but this yeah. loss hurts the same as most of the other losses in the playoffs that I've had experienced or we as a fan base have experienced. And that's yeah. why we're like this.
1: I agree. I just also think nothing feeds the... I'm a former Packers defeatist myself. After the championship game lost to the Seahawks, that was it. That was... Whatever they accomplished in the future, I didn't think that they would ever reach a pinnacle. That is why when they hired LeFleur to... I mean, we're not even talking about the game anymore. We're talking about past things. That was, again, a wipe the slate clean kind of thing but things just continued on and maybe there was another source of all this stuff yeah. what i'm trying to say is yes it sucks this feeling sucks right now it sucks after feeling the highs of last week scoring 48 points on the cowboys thinking that they're gonna fire mike mccarthy and they're not now oh
2: it's so funny and
1: it's yeah but doing things that we never thought we didn't expect of this Packers team. We didn't expect them to get to the playoffs at various points of the season. We didn't expect them to beat the Cowboys at various points of the week leading up to that game. We didn't expect them to be in the game with the, the 49ers and lead significantly, probably more than the 49ers did, throughout this entire game. I mean, I'm looking at the box again, too. The 49ers had one red zone trip the entire game and that was the last drive yeah or last meaningful drive because they yeah.
2: know. yeah they know the dawn yeah. what i'm
1: saying is all the things that we didn't expect this packers team could do they did it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it sucks that it ended we can say it ended prematurely but we we
0: can't say that
1: we can't say that at all like right that, i don't know like it it's such a weird year to evaluate and that's why i think a lot we'll have a lot of fun conversations of like probably reflecting the best memories of this season but like there are large portions of this we like just add it, get the highest draft pick possible and now we're like damn it they could have gone to the nfc championship give a kicker kicked a field goal and blah, blah blah like i i i don't know
2: i think we should talk defense Yes, I know Like that entire segment would have been good as an end cap to the entire pod, but we didn't talk about half the team. <laughs> uh, I thought to your point earlier, the defense played, I think, pretty well. I know I'm watching for for Kelp's message here because I know he's probably going to disagree with us <laughs> in, the, in the chat, but I, I, I agree with you that they played pretty well. If you're holding San Francisco to 24 points, that's that's a win, frankly. And what what they really didn't... um, What really didn't happen is that they just didn't capitalize on all of the advantages they put them... And the advantage... Advantaged? I can't think right now. The advantageable positions... That's not a word. I, I apologize. The good positions they put themselves in to come back around. They just didn't capitalize on them. Like we said, they didn't yes. intercept the ball. On two separate occasions, they got the benefit of multiple like drops. Four. Yeah, well, two the that they had their shot. hands on. Um, they they didn't capitalize on like multiple drops on second down, like second and ten. They had, um, I'm trying to find the team stats here. Um, for some reason, I'm just not looking in the right place. The Niners are 10 of 16 on third down 10 third down conversions, Jordan. That's, that's where the rub is for me. Like, yeah, they had so many opportunities on so many drives to stop them in like punt situations on third down and medium or third down and long, And they couldn't get off the field. Like there's the Jawan Jennings skies for the ball on oh, third boy. and 10. It,
1: it looked like David Tyree catching that.
2: That yep. ball
1: Super Bowl, whatever number that was.
2: 41, I, mean, I think it is. I think it was 41 or 42. Because um, it 2007. So it was 41 because it was four years before the Packers won theirs. Um, or 42. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That one and then like big chunks from uh, Christian McCaffrey on second down when they stopped on first down. Like they, they held Christian McCaffrey to under 100 yards. And he had that 40-yard touchdown run and then the touchdown at the end. Like, it sucks that, that this game was so close because they did everything right until the last drive. And that's just the most frustrating part about it, right? Like, I we don't know what Joe Barry's future is. We'll talk about it in the future, in, or, like, in the offseason. But as soon as we probably, maybe. I, yeah, maybe. If it's rumored that his contract is up, we'll know, but... We'll see. I, I just it it's just so tough because the the to bring it back around, they they didn't capitalize on their advantageous positions. That's what I was looking for. Advantageous. Of the interceptions, but I think the biggest thing is that th- they were pressuring Brock Purdy so much throughout the game. Oh my God. And they just, they only got home, I think it was what, twice? They, they got sacked. They haven't sacked. I haven't seen
1: it. one total so, sack that was divvied up between Kenny Clark and Preston Smith, but they got so the, tons so of that pressure. It
2: was that sack, and then they sacked him beyond the line of scrimmage. So it was just a run. That was the one where he like fell for a, a yard, but. Um, I mean, I am gonna be curious to what the pressures are because there's just there's just so many opportunities for them to get home that like and they once the clamp started getting tightened on them and this game became real that they could win it they started falling apart. They did they lost contain on the edge so many times in the second half. Um, Purdy scrambled for a big first down um, towards to in to that the in, the in that final drive to get to the six, which would up the Christian McCaffrey go ahead touchdown. Like, they just weren't able to get homes. Just so many times, it, and they were there, and that's just a good job on their on the Niners' offensive line of holding up the defensive line. But I just, and that's probably partially Devontae Wyatt going out too. Like, there's a lot of factors in this game that, again, we talked about earlier that led them to just not, um, not pulling it off.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna pull some random. Numbers 5.6 yards per play, uh, 356 total yards. Christian McCaffrey, I believe, had 98 rushing yards, um, add in 30, so 128 total yards today. Obviously, two touchdowns. Uh, the backbreakers for me, obviously, the last drive, Purdy scramble really, that was like, well, that's ball game. Um, it also didn't help that. I understood, I could see both sides of the coin of LeFleur keeping all three timeouts because they had a lot of time to come back. I also thought at that point, you know, we've seen Jordan Love try to execute final two-minute drill situations before, and it, he's not there yet.
2: That's a growing point. That's a growing
1: yep. point. Um, the, the biggest backbreaker for me was that Kittle touchdown. Easily, by far, they had done. I think the play before too. They had done just like enough to like get off the field and think like, oh, like they they can limit them from scoring points again. I'm trying to find the drive right now. Um, but Darnell Savage loses, uh, not loses, but tries to play physical with George Kittle, which is probably the most idiotic thing they could do, and. Um, he immediately just breaks off for an a easy touchdown into the end zone. Like, Darnold Savage had a lot of woof plays. <sighs> he had a tough game. Between the, t- the drop pick on the opening drive, the Kittle coverage, um, Christian the McCaffrey's Chris McCaffrey
2: I, first touchdown.
1: First touchdown, probably the biggest run of the game for him, too. Um, he was in the open field and... <laughs> The guy's allergic to open field tackling, like I don't understand it at all. This team just... is.
2: This team is. This this team is allergic to open field tackling.
1: Yes, this team is. But Darnold Savage also embodies it too. Yeah.
2: Which is, is which is really frustrating from a fan perspective because Darnold Savage I think had a good year. Would you would you agree with that? Like I think he's he had a pretty decent year. I I mean you can mull it over and I'll and I'll keep chatting. But decent
1: on the whole. But I also I don't I'm trying to think of like I'm sure if we go through every game, his grade will be really interesting. Probably.
2: I I I agree. But the the my point being is that I think Donald Savage is a great like second safety, which is a I know it's weird because the safeties have different roles in the in the defense, but I feel like if he just has some responsibility lifted off him by an actually elite safety, he'd be a lot better. And...
1: Mr. Biles doesn't do it for you?
2: Oh, my God, dude. Like, there is no bigger swing player than Jonathan Owens. He's either... I Really? You, he's either making you tear your hair out, or he's making some really good plays. There's no middle in between with him. Like, he had that really good like tackle on Jonathan. I feel Jonathan... like
1: that's
2: No... No, because I think Savage Savage's baseline is a lot higher than Jonathan Owens is. You know what I mean? Like I, I think his baseline is a lot higher than Owens, Jonathan Owens. Is, is
1: apples and oranges, but I, I apples and oranges.
2: But the point being yeah. is that like it it stinks for Savage to have a game like this because he had such a good game last week, and I I, I have since forgotten my point and I apologize. But oh, your your kill point that that was the backbreaker. I I disagree. That that touchdown put them up seven six. Like that's and that was in the what the first, first
1: quarter? It was the second no, quarter. No, second, second quarter, second
2: quarter, because the first quarter ended three zero. Yeah. They were well in control of being able to come back from that, and they did. Like, this is this, this is where getting caught up in the minutia of a football game is really hard not to do because it's just so tough to look at that play like yeah, that's a horrible play. Like great job, Donald Savage. You love a touchdown. Teams are going to score the football, right? Like that's just going to happen. You can't blame a guy for one play and having it be a bad one because like at the end of the day, George Kittle is a really good um a really good receiver to or I'm sorry, a really good receiving tight end. And he's going to get open regardless. Like I talked about it in the um the pregame or the preview pod that George Kittle has the opportunity to go for 152 touchdowns. Like he's just that kind of difference maker player. And so I'm not so much concerned with that, um, with that, that play it stinks. It's whatever. I think what's worse that Anthony Johnson jr. Bit on a curl route to Ayuk dump in the flat instead of taking, instead of going deep with George Kittle, that's a worse mistake than, Then start Savage getting just blown, not blown by, but getting worked in that so room. So one on one, right? Yeah, you could have made it two on one versus the one on one. You don't get beat with the big play, which is the basis of Joe Barry's entire offense, and instead take the the dink and dunk under the under, the, um, in the flat. And so i I'll push back that that's the backbreaker. I do agree that it's tough to to see, but at the end of the day, that one score was, um. Just one of their their three touchdowns, and I I think that wasn't by Christian McCaffrey, right? And I think, like, honestly, that's just fine. Like, I I really don't want to be reductive.
1: But that's that's why my point that I'm trying to make with that is Brock Purdy, and maybe I just have this ax to grind because I just don't think he's good. I
2: really don't. You might have the ax to grind. You hate. You hate like, I just don't think, I, I think quarterbacks. He, he's yes, Tommy DeVito, Baker Mayfield, and um, yes,
1: I I lump them together. Bunkers. I do. I lump them together. The thing is, is that Christian McCaffrey, you did to hold them to 128 yards on his face. Is like oh, okay, like yeah. two touchdowns, not so okay. But that was the the second biggest play that the 49ers had. In terms of yardage, yep. The Kittle touchdown.
2: Yep.
1: Purdy could not throw down the field. No. Nope. Consistently.
2: I think and... losing Debo is a big part of that. Not that it Debo, is, it... Not that Debo's a big down the field threat, but he opens up. He opens the uh, under the middle part of it a lot, and then opens up the long touch, long passing yards for Ayuk, Kittle, and the rest of them. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I, and they they frustrated like Kittle like outside that catch like was largely reined in. He had that key drop on the second to last drive that hurt them too. Ayuk was, I mean, three catches, thirty-two yards, no touchdowns. They're they're big playmakers, the guys that we feared the most outside of McCaffrey and the Kettle touchdown. We we thought of these guys that could make explosive plays, like just reel them off, like even on just one drive alone. Packers, again, they largely did their job. And they gave ample opportunity for the offense to do their job, and it's a yin yang situation. Not you can only be out on the field so many times, and then when you know you miss a field goal, and then they have to punt, or or the was it the pick? Then is that what it was? I can't remember. Everything's
2: bleeding together. What are you talking? It was after the
1: field goal. The Go ahead, touchdown for the 49ers. I think it was after the field goal.
2: It was after the field goal miss. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, when that happens, it's like, okay, yeah. Like, I I don't really anticipate them getting the stop when they need it most, as you mentioned. Even though Packers had dominated or had the edge in time of possession by 30 minutes and 19 seconds, and 49ers had 29 minutes and 41 seconds. That's
2: thought. Yeah. It is. Um, Brief interruption, go follow us uh, anywhere you can find us at New is Known, at Jordan Tresky on Twitter. Um, at PackersGSPN is the uh, the Pod's Twitter account. And uh, go subscribe to us on Spotify or follow us and all that good stuff on Spotify. Um, or wherever you listen to your, rap- your podcasts. We would, uh, we'd appreciate it, obviously, because we're going to have a lot of off-season content. But getting back to it, um, I think what is important here. I should say important, as I I I don't want to clue in on like all the players too much, but I I don't know what to do with Devontae Campbell. He got kind of worked tonight. He didn't play his best game. Had the drop and in interception last week. Not that we're trying to dog on him, but like I don't know. It's it's just tough. Yeah, I think he He,
1: Go. he looked a step slow, and honestly that's going to happen when you play the 49ers. Like you are, your brain has to work in coverage mode zones, who you got, how do you diagnose all the motions that they, they play? Like, but I thought he processed things. Well, I think physically he just was a step slow.
2: Yeah. Which is hard, which is hard coming off of an injury last season. that he was injured earlier in this season. Like he had a tough year health wise. And so looking a bit slow is, Going to happen at some point. But... And
1: Quay Walker was going through cramps. He missed some snaps too. Thought Isaiah McDuffie, like he looked good in the spell. I, th- I think he even made that. I good really play like where Isaiah he... McDuffie, dude. I, I think do too. Is... Like, I don't know what he. I don't know if he's just like a rotation guy, but he made a good kind of physical chip to throw Kittle off his route, and Purdy sailed it. He through it anticipating where he was gonna be in his route and it just there was no one there. But yeah, like again, those are the those are the positions that we we're looking in at the second level defense for this Packers team. And as I, as much as I've been saying, hey, they kept their their playmakers in check, it doesn't come without like a lot of strenuous work. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Like they're being spread all over the field and by the end of it I thought Campbell like the angles that he was taking were just kind of really poor. By the end of it especially in coverage like you know I don't know if you can do what you do and expect things to change when you're just slower than the guys you have to cover yep
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Going back to the point I was going to make, I had forgotten it, but I now remembered it, talking about their points scored and everything and how that was just one of their touchdowns they had gave up to George Kittle. Um, but I'm looking at their, their season. This is the least amount of points the Niners have scored in a win. They had not scored... I believe le- it! They had not scored less than... Uh, Four touchdowns. I'm sorry. They scored 27 points in week 17. But before that against the Commanders. Before that, they had not scored less than four touchdowns again. I can't read. Apparently, they scored 27 against the Bucks in week... Probably like 10 or something. But on the whole, they're scoring about four touchdowns a game and wins. And it took three and a half quarters for them to get to 20... To what? 17 even and then they get finally to even closer to their average in the last minute like it's it's a good job by the defense and I I, I just can't be mad at them Jordan I, I don't think I can like because no. you can ask the, the the front forward to get home a little more often you can ask the linebackers to be better in coverage against these guys you can ask the secondary to catch the ball but when it comes down to it and honors, I'm fucking sorry. But if he makes that kick, it's, they go to overtime and they can that, still lose the game. They can still lose the game, but then, then there's, then there's we more might be evidence. Of the defense right. Line. Right. That, yeah. that, that's entirely yeah. the point, right? You can only keep a team like this under wraps for so long. I hate prevent yeah. as much as the next guy or the next fan. I should, I should, my apologies, but it's, it's hard to keep a team with Christian McCaffrey, usually Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Jawan Jennings, Brandon Ayuk. And
1: your mention of Jawan Jennings on our preview pod, I was like, oh, yeah, like he has been good. He's the good. Guy stepped up. He is good. He's, he's good. He's like, just on the 49ers and is buried under fourth in the yeah.
2: options that you want to throw to. Yeah. Yep. I, I know he's good because I had George Kittle in fantasy and Debo Samuel. And Jawan Jennings is catching touchdowns in the regular season because he's good. Because he's good. Yeah. And so that's just the thing, right? Is that when you have these high-powered offenses, it's really hard to keep them under wraps for the entire game. And when they do, those are the standout games that you applaud as a fan. But it, it, this isn't on the defense um, no. as a loss. It's frankly like a whole team loss. Every every facet of this team could have done something a little better um, to ensure a win. But they just didn't. Yeah, it sucks.
1: It sucks. I would rather have it be this way than a Brandon Bostick
2: situation because I just I think. Did you see he was of... in uh he 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 was in Packers Twitter sphere last week. No. He posted a picture no. of himself either in his living room or in his bed with a big cheese head on after they beat Dallas. I was like, oh, time has passed. Like I, I can accept you now.
1: I've always. He was but that's part of the thing is that he was a scapegoat for a systemic loss.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, he absolutely was. And
1: and he did not deserve that. As much as everybody looks at that
2: play as the game changing play. But
1: yeah. For me, I'd rather have it be this way where we can point to multiple multiple things on both ends of the ball, even in special teams. Right. And be like, this is why they didn't win. This is yeah. why they're not going to the NFC championship game. And it sucks. But I, this is a rare Packers season where we can have perspective and say we didn't anticipate them
2: even getting here in the first No, place. we did not. No, we did not. Um, Quiet game from Carrington Valentine. He kind of fell off once the playoffs kind of came. Hopefully he can do some work in the offseason and become a real piece because he's good. Um, We'll see about Corey Valentine. He was. I didn't really see him much, but with Jair playing, he had to expect him to get a lot of run. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it for most of the players on the defense.
1: Yeah, I. Um, what should I think of anybody else? I thought Lucas Van Ness played.
2: I think he played really good. well. Yeah, he had a good was, good hold on Chris McCaffrey on second down. That's not the beginning of the first. I was
1: very worried about the edge rotation, especially how they they elevated. Keyshawn Banks, who I thought looked pretty good in preseason. He's kind of a guy that I would be interested in seeing in a few months' time. But uh, I was just very worried that they wouldn't have the the legs with the, a short rotation like that. And they, they got off after that offensive line. They got after it. They made – they for how we have talked about the if things like this can come and go in Packers games and especially in losses – they fought like hell. They they made Purdy feel them. And it's part of why I have a lot of doubt about what this 49ers team can ultimately do. But credit to Kenny Clark, Sean Gary, Preston Smith, Luke Sven Ness. Colby Warden had a, the block kick and a great pass rush too. at least a couple. Carl Brooks, like those guys, those guys really, really Got after it today, and that's a huge
2: reason why they only let up twenty-four points. We talked about it all season long. This team's draft class this past season was really good, really good, mm. and so yeah, there's there's optimism going forward, especially with like you said, Kyle Brooks, Colby Wooden, excuse me, and all the guys on the off- Lucas Ness, and all the guys on the off- offensive side of the ball. I think. Now, as we get further away from, we're talking about it. We're talking through it. It's stinging less. Like I'm, I'm happy with the season. Obviously, I mean, we got to beat the Bears twice and knock the Cowboys out of the playoffs. How can you not be happy with the season, right? Yeah, and so, and plus, I had a great time watching Cowboys fans get clowned on, and for the entire week, it was all, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, it just. I, now looking towards briefly to the off season, I want to see some notable changes, like or notable steps to improving what's wrong. They need a new safety. They need a safety high in the draft. They need probably a backup running back at some point, depending on what they do with Emmanuel Wilson, AJ Dillon, and Aaron Jones for that matter. They need, I think, another middle linebacker to go with Quay. Like, I think that's pretty obvious. They might need another wide receiver. I don't know if they need... You think they need a wide receiver? You think they need a one? Because, like... No. I don't I don't necessarily think that, but I think... Because, like, who they, they can't lose anybody.
1: They can't, but there are questions.
2: Who's your question mark?
1: Briefly. I mean, long-term, we'll, we have to wonder about... Christian Watson's yeah. hamstring. Bo Melton, a great, I think. I mean, he's. I think they'll draft a wide receiver, hero, but
2: I don't think they'll draft him yeah, yeah. high.
1: No, I think that's a lower end, but it, it's not as high of a, pri- a priority. But Bo Melton's an unsung hero, but
2: d- is that sustainable? I don't know. Like, I think he's good. I think that's sustainable. I think that's sustainable. He's his footwork is so good. We'll have this entire talk in the offseason. I I would like, I would like to do positional grades and like, Oh yeah. Stuff like that, obviously. So that's a great off season discussion.
1: I, um, ultimately the biggest win about any draft thing is that we're not talking
2: about a quarterback. That's right. That's right. Not talking about quarterback. Jordan love had a pretty amazing season given the circumstances. Um, Got his feet under him was really showing the NFL and its fans the uh, what he can really do, and I think there's a lot of people around the league that even weren't fans of the Packers that really took notice that like, hey, this guy can play, dude. This guy can play, and I don't think we talk a lot of we talked a lot about how like the ball was ready like it was for Jordan Love too. He didn't have a lot of misses, but there were some misses here and there that could be attributed to to some rate, to some slickness. So, all that's being said optimistic for next year right absolutely it still hurts we're still grieving but i think we wake up on a sunday and feel a little better about it. it's gonna be a long off season because I'm, I'm very also, excited for next year but
1: i'm glad to you mentioned this we won't have to talk about whether a quarterback is going to be in grieving or not or if he's going to retire or if he's going to yeah. be in a darkness retreat
2: do you, this off season is going to be much more fun than than last last year's it's off season. That's,
1: these are how off seasons are supposed to supposed be. to be
2: handled yeah yeah i i would agree with that we even would, yeah. we're even going to get going to be able to talk about a love extension because that's going to happen
1: we won't have to talk about pat McAfee. thank, thank god the lord thank god thank the lord that we won't have to talk about bro rogan <laughs>
2: Um, I got a text from my uh my wife during this uh during this pod and she says, You're screaming two hundred percent louder than usual and I said That's that's how you know it you you felt it in your heart. I said, All caps I'm emotional. <laughs> she she had a little bit of perspective for me. She goes, just to put it in perspective, the packs that have been in the playoffs in twenty two of your twenty eight years of life, you will be okay. We'll be okay.
1: Your wife is a believer. That's right. Believe. That's and right. Not in a Ted Lasso way. Just believe, guys. That's right.
2: Um, all right, folks, that does it for us. Thank you so much to everybody who stopped by and check out our live stream. Um, uh, probably the last one until the draft when we get <laughs> we get to have draft fun again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Steve Kime. <laughs> <laughs> so Again, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button down below. we really appreciate it. As I mentioned earlier, go check out the podcast um, on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, all the info for the Eurostep Podcast Network can be found at gspn.info. Links to all the pods, including uh, the Eurostep with Todd Rohan, 1 in 6 with Jordan and Adam, and Cruising for a Bruising as the Brewers are slated to come up pretty here pretty soon and start their season. Uh, with Adam and Andrew and then Adam and Andrew as well with Captured and Celluloid. Why did I call it that? Make time for this. Like I I, I can't put his dead named Make Time for this. <laughs> but alas, go check out all those pods at GSP that info. Follow us. We're gonna have a big slate of uh off season pods coming up for you guys. Might take a, a a week break just to take a breather, process our emotions.
1: Unless a big news forces forces us to to, to pod, yeah. Yeah.
2: So um all that being said, be sure to like I said, go check out the pod on your podcast platform of choice. That way you can get all the content, including grades for this year, going through the cheese board. Um draft prep talk as we check in we look into who we're gonna try and look at for prospects that the Packers might be drafting at what I think it's gonna be twenty They are
1: locked in on twenty
2: fifth. At twenty five, so not too bad they got 11 picks this year it's a lot of picks so a lot of
1: picks i think uh five in the first top 100 hundred. Two.
2: yep that's right so we shall see but yeah be sure to go uh go check out all the pods GSP.net info. it's gonna be a lot of fun in these next nine months sad
1: it's it's gonna. I, again. This is gonna be a way more fun off season, especially to start. Yeah. Because that Rogers crap went into April.
2: Went into the draft. Yeah. Which is not
1: so. Fun. We won't have to talk about that. We won't have to talk about that. That's we right. We talk about Jordan Love. We get to talk about Malafour. We get to talk about Brian Gutekunst. We get to talk about all the guys that showed flashes and did great things in their rookie years. Things are looking up.
2: That's right. And for all of you listening, thank you for supporting us for the last four months and counting. That's not counting anymore. It's pretty bookended here, but we had a great <laughs> year, a great season. I had a lot of fun. I know Jordan had a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening to us and supporting us and chatting Packers with us, because that's what we love to do. And that's why we do it. So that is all for us folks. Thank you again. Our sincerest, uh, graciousness and thanks and all that good stuff. so, and Jordan. Thank you.
1: Thank you.